Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. That's essential. And the only message that I have to people, it's not like, don't keep trying to learn how to do stuff. Just do stuff and you'll learn how to do stuff. Welcome back to The Entrepreneurial You. I'm your host, Henika Watkins-Porto. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, Peak Performers. Are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive working environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then, Bookophilia is the place to be. Fun and adventure is what today's guest does for a living. He is a live theater performer, podcast host, and author who has been featured on Entrepreneur on Fire and The Ellen DeGeneres Show. I'm happy to have on The Entrepreneurial You, Chris Ruggiero. Welcome, Chris, to The Entrepreneurial You. All right. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I have a fun question for you. And here goes. What was one new experience you tried that at the time it was completely unknown or uncomfortable for you? Yeah, there. Oh, there's there's tons. Um, I think to to answer this question and give a little bit of a little bit of background of what I do kind of can be combined into the same thing. And you know, so I do a live theater show that is just a one man show. It's just me, and I do juggling and circus variety, kind of all kinds of crazy stuff all into one. And one of the just getting started with that was really something that was scary and I didn't know what to do or how to do it. And there isn't really a way to do it. You know, you can't look up, hey, this is the steps that you take. You kind of just need to figure it out. And I started by doing small things and pretty much with how you do everything. And the only way I've ever accomplished anything that I've accomplished was starting before you know how to do it. Which is the hardest part, and I know every I fall into it sometimes too of thinking like, oh, I don't know what uh, I need more experience or better gear or something before I get started, and then you realize that none of that matters, and all that matters is getting started and learning and and trying and making mistakes and then learning and then moving on and figuring out the way to improve on those. Okay, so you're beginning to already excite me and I'm sure you're exciting our communities, you know, about what it is that you're doing. But first of all, I want you to give your your social media contacts and your website contact out. So Yeah, the uh, my website, which is pretty much focused on my juggling live show, is my name, chrisruggiero.com. And that has all videos. You can see videos of... I know people want to watch me juggle now. Uh... <laughs> Uh, which they can't do because we're listening to a podcast. So you can head over to the website, see videos and that. Um, I also have a podcast called Between Dreams. And you can just search Between Dreams if you want to listen to more of the people that I talk with. Uh, What else? People can find me. Instagram. uh, That's One Man Variety is my Instagram page where I go. I go out. uh, The Instagram is a kind of a combination of 
juggling and also me going out hiking and outdoorsy stuff and not theater related at all more like going on adventures and stuff and uh, as always people can contact me whenever I, I love when people ask questions or you know if, if they're thinking about starting something and just want to chat through the ideas sometimes people hit me up and that's great I love chatting with uh, people who are trying to get, get out and get things started you mentioned earlier about, you know, the you, you just got to figure it out kind of a thing. Now, what I want you to do is take us back to when you just started. How long ago did you start? And, and take us back to that time and give us a little more insight into what this figuring it out meant for you then. Yeah, I probably have two uh, examples of that. And one, I didn't mention that before, but we can talk a little bit about the, the book as well um, that I wrote, which fits into all of this because the book is called Just Go and it fits into all this of like get started and as, as far as my show stuff it was like that um, feeling of first starting and a, like with what I was doing there like I said earlier there there wasn't like a specific path to take it was kind of like create your own thing and then try to get people to hire me to come do a performance. I learned how to juggle when I was a little kid from my dad and then didn't really perform out. But then a little bit later, I linked up with some other people like during college who were doing juggling shows. And then we started to just, it kind of just by being interested in things, opportunities came by. We were just going out. We would do free performances and then some people would start to see us and then some people would start to connect to us and, and ask us to perform. And then we realized that we could start asking for money. Um, and the just being patient and willing to take things one step at a time is really valuable. And I know that's easier when you're a younger person than it is when you're an older person. Um, you're sounding like Gary Vee almost, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally like I know people get impatient probably as they get older because they want more things to happen. But it's like, it's, you, you see younger people accomplishing sometimes things and it looks easier maybe, but it's because they're not trying to skip the steps. They're, they're starting with something that they actually enjoy. So for me, it's like, I enjoyed juggling and, and performing and riding unicycles and all these crazy things. But I wasn't, I didn't start off in the first show that I did, I said I needed to make, you know, X amount of dollars. It was like, oh, I'll do this show for free because I want to learn how to do it. And I wasn't impatient trying to get to it. I knew where I want. I was like, yeah, it'd be great to be make, uh, you know, a large amount of money doing shows. But I was like, I was not ready for it yet. So I had to start doing the small shows, birthday parties, free shows, community events, retirement homes, like all these shows that probably aren't, don't look too glamorous looking back at them. But it like allowed me to develop those skills to be able to do the bigger shows. Now, you know, I've performed in casinos and, you know, these bigger, these things that do look more, uh, you know, brag worthy, if you will. Yeah. And of course, I'm even on the Ellen, you know, DeGeneres uh, show, which is amazing. I, I love that. So you spoke about two things just a while ago that jumped out at me uh chris you spoke about you know when you were when you started you, there was nobody else doing it really and so you kind of had to create your own path carve out your own path and um and also that you you did enjoy doing it so it wasn't about skipping the steps and you were being patient in a process now for those things two things that you've hit on 
share with us the importance of one, just staying in your lane and two, developing our craft, you know, as we do the things that we love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, with the, with my show, at least that was kind of ex exactly as I was saying, it was like, okay, you need to start here. You, you need to start where you are. That, that's what I was like. I'm here. I need to start here. And there isn't a, uh, you know, if people are musicians or something, they can try to get like a record label or something. That's like the, the classic example. And for me, and then uh, I know I'm going kind of everywhere right now, but I think it all ties back into the same thing for this of, you know, writing the book or people want to go get like a book publisher or a book deal or whatever. And it's like, if you just, you need to focus on your own thing. Like, so again, going over to the book thing, I self-published my book because I, I didn't want to sit around and wait for two years to hear every book publisher tell me no. So I was like, okay, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to write a book. I don't know how to publish a book. I don't know how to set up all this stuff. But I was like, what I do know how to do is start writing. And so I started writing blog posts and I was like, I, I, I get this thing of start here, even if you don't know where you're going or no one else is giving you instructions or no one else is telling you, yes, you could do it yourself. Because right now, obviously, like we're on a we're recording a podcast on the Internet, like you could do anything. This is this is insane. What like what's happening right now is insane. And then it's going to be broadcast out to people in every country around the world. And you know what I like to say, Chris? Um, with God and the internet, all things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And combine the two, and yeah. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> right, keep going. So, yeah. And so to use the book as the example, it was like, I don't know how to write a book. I don't know how to publish a book. But I have a YouTube account and internet <laughs> and as you said everything is possible i was like okay i'm gonna just research and figure out how to do this while spending a little bit of time writing and that because that was what it is people I, I i talked to so many people that are like yeah I, I would love to write a book but i don't i don't know how to get a book deal from a publisher i'm like okay did you write a book yet because no book publisher is going to say Oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. You should write that. And here, we're going to give you $20,000 up front to write it or something. It's the same for me, too, you know, because I also have, I'm on my third book. No, I'm just about hitting publish, um, you know, for the third book. And it's the same thing. I just had to get up and do it. I didn't know anything about writing a book. I just knew I wanted to write a book, <laughs> you know, and all. And, and so your message right now that you're that you're saying is actually resonating deeply with me because that's what I did, you know. And, and when you did the first one and you're going to find you've done the first one, then it's going to become easy to do the second one and the third and the fourth. And you can't continue and then you just can't stop <laughs> yeah and that's what i and and that's one the message that i want people to get from what i do is that it's really easy for all of us including me to have stopped before that first thing worked um that wall is the hardest one and that's what the book the, my book called just go it is about just that first hurdle is going to be the biggest the hardest and the most challenging to get over and there's going to be people probably mostly yourself who are telling you it's not worth doing and then after you get over that initial bump of oh i did this 
And as you said, now you just know how to do it. You realize that all those things that you were worried about just never happened. <laughs> and that's something that I've learned and I'm thankful to have learned. Uh, every, all these crazy things that happen in my mind when I'm thinking about something and the challenges <laughs> almost never happen. And if they do, it's like, I just go on YouTube and find a solution. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And you, you Google everything, you know what I mean? There, there is, there's always a solution. So you talked about, um, you know, passing through your, your biggest hurdle. You didn't mention what that was. Will you share with us what, you know, what has been maybe um, the most terrible time for you as, you know, as you enter the field of entrepreneurship? What would that be? Yeah, there's probably, I wouldn't say there's like one moment i don't have like a one thing like a tragedy or something in my in my life or anything that happened that was because of it but i think in general the theme that biggest hurdle it has typically been myself and as i was saying just in in your getting inside my own head and saying oh do am i good enough to do this you know am i qualified to do this who's gonna care <laughs> about this stuff that i'm creating um, and again, that comes from a lot of times for me, that comes from within myself. And then if you start thinking about that, you start to find things outside of yourself to reinforce that. On the other side of that, it's, it's really like what you are focusing on is what your brain will seek out and find. So if you're focusing on, oh, I'm not good enough, you're going to see, you're going to start seeing all these other people who are doing what you want to be doing. And they're like way better than you. Because there's always going to be people better than you. Or if you focus on the opposite of that of the, or the other side of that, which is I might not be good enough right now to be the best, but I'm good enough to start at some level. And then when you see people who are better than you, instead of that being, um, you know, something that distracts you and, and makes you uninspired, that you must say, oh, wow, look where they are. Look, that's where I can be in a year or in five years or in 10 years. So now, now competition just becomes inspiration. Mm -hmm. And you talked about getting inside your own head. You know, that is a very powerful statement that you've made, Chris. It's so important because we listen so many times to the voices of others and even our own negative voices trying to drown out what we, you know, our rights to, to shine, our rights to, to be great in this world and, and to exercise our greatness. So many times we allow that voice inside our head so we have to actually get inside our heads and you know overwrite um those negative thoughts you know i'm not good enough and you've demonstrated that you know with your ability to be going all over the um the place and you're doing your you're juggling and you're entertaining and you're not just entertaining you're spreading the message of you know the dream through your brand and i need you to talk about that as well but we're going to take a break and so i can thank my sponsor when we come back you just hit on just talk to us about you know the message you're also spreading through your clothing brand peak performers success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book 
coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students, and professionals who want ideas, innovation, and inspiration. They have a variety of high-quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings, and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back, welcome back. And we're talking with Chris Ruggiero, and he was sharing his awesomely inspiring message with us for, you know, before we went to that break. And now we want to continue as Chris, you're going to share with us the message that you're spreading with your clothing brand. Yeah, that's yet another thing, another project uh, that I'm working on, which uh, has been kind of evolving. So the Between Dreams brand, uh, if you will, has has been, we started off with this idea of creating cool, kind of inspiring, kind of under the same message. I'm trying to cr- really build an umbrella for all the work that I do to, to fall under. And uh, Between Dreams was this idea of uh, my friend Kip and I were in the in the middle of the desert in Arizona on a Navajo reservation. So we had like this epic landscape to uh, be inspired by. And we had this idea of people dream all the time. We hear about all these people dreaming and dreaming about things, talking about things, wanting to write a book. But then there's certain people who do things between dreams, um, live, live. That's where life is. And that's where the idea of between dreams came. And we wanted to create a little bit of a thing of, you know, a uni- something that people could grab this shirt and feel like they're part of the family. They have support. And uh, it's kind of been evolving. I'm kind of like reworking what we're all what we're doing with it. Um so, but we, we, you know, the, the goal for that is to just have a, a, an umbrella under some of the work that I'm doing, you know, and, and the podcast is named the same thing to work on that. So what we're working on now is kind of probably soon do like a re update of everything that we're doing with the clothing thing to, to make the, the message a little bit clearer of what it is to give people who want to feel like they're part of something. You know, I think that's what clothing companies always are. People want to belong to uh, a, a brand, yeah, a brand and a community of, of p- other people who are similar. And, y- and you can tell a story through the, the clothes that you're wearing and the style of things that you wear tell you and others the, the vibe of, you know, what you want to convey. And that's, that's important because something as simple as something that you're wearing, you know, we've all felt that you put on a, a shirt or a jacket or a hat or some sort of fashion accessory and it can make you feel mentally like a different person and 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 then that can turn into you know as we were saying before that will change your physical surroundings because you're behaving differently um it and and something as simple as a t-shirt can literally change your day and change your life and change the world uh which sounds crazy when you say it but then if you think about it it really is and we've all like i said we've all seen that happen just changing an outfit can make you feel a completely different person so that's what i wanted to create with that between dreams and as i said we're we're still kind of figuring all that out it's not it's not like a major clothing company it's pretty much just 
kind of a, a hobby stage at this point um, as we kind of figure out and build and build that community and build that brand and 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 let people know what it is that they're representing when they when they uh, wear it. Awesome. I also have a clothing brand, you know, and it's called Patwa Apparel. And it really is about the language, Jamaican language, you know, Jamaican messages making the world smile because, you know, um, you know, our culture is so rich around the world and, and highly respected. So I created that brand to create that community to of persons who really love the Jamaican culture. So I totally get you on that one. <laughs> All right, so we want to move on to one of your, maybe your biggest achievement that you are most, or let me not say biggest achievement, but the achievement that you you are most proud of. Yeah, I mean, the most people see the Ellen appearance and say, oh, that's it, you made it, you did it. <laughs> uh, as like this ultimate success thing. And um I kind of want people to realize that there is no such thing as this ultimate success point. You know, the Ellen appearance was obviously super awesome and kind of like the most brag worthy thing that I've done because everyone knows that show and everyone. And uh, so that was like so cool. But it's not that like there is not this ultimate thing like, you know, that was awesome, but it didn't it it didn't like make my life people think that you you do one thing and then you are successful it's a combination of of things that you need to be doing yeah it's like you do one thing and i was like okay cool i had like some people contacting me for like a few days after that appeared and then and then my life pretty much went back to exactly how it was in 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 a very rapid amount of time (laughs) and I think people don't realize that people think oh you did this thing and and it's more and more now with how fast things happen now social media and everything yes yeah if you made a appearance on television you know 15 20 years ago maybe it lasted a little bit longer and 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 was more valuable but now it's like you got to be doing stuff every day so so yeah I, I'm totally super proud of doing the Ellen appearance and you know the work that I did by connecting with them and and sharing what I did and kind of convincing them that they should <laughs> let me be on their show um but overall the most proud is just getting out and like keep going um and, and again that that's like a broader answer but i think the 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 message is like life is more about the themes that you do like the overall themes and the bigger picture rather than the smaller picture i think people focus on the little events like oh i want to accomplish this one little thing but it's really about okay what can you do instead of that day what you accomplish like what ye- what did you accomplish over that year um and just building like i have a small following i don't have a big following but like i have a following that listen to the podcast that come see my shows that really support what i do they read my book um and that's the most proud that i've created something around just me (laughs) because pretty much everything i do is just like an extension of me you know my writing or my my performances or the the things that i work on and just being able to create a, a little bit of a world that people can, you know, feel like they are part of something. 
and hopefully be inspired to go do something of their own. So you you're in a in an area which is not really crowded, right? And I'm sure there was a lot of skepticism when you started. Was there any particular moment of fear, you know, besides those voices that come in your head from time to time? You know, we all have to fight those voices. Was was there any particular moment of fear that kind of gripped you um, before you just decided I'm going to do this anyway? Yeah, I, oh, I think it's a really specific moment. But I think it was, again, just uh, in general, all, all the time feel kind of feels like that. And still it feels like that. Sometimes I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. You know, there's days where I'm just feeling a little off or something. And I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know what to do. Um, you know, so it's like you never figure it out. You just figure out one, one step at a time. And, and I just realized, I think, luckily, when I was younger, when I was first starting, I was like, if I don't. If I don't do this now, I'm not going to do it. So I think that might be the best answer to that question for people to, that are listening to realize if you don't do it, you're not going to do it. <laughs> that's like a funny, that's like kind of a funny saying to, to, to think about, but like you're not going to do it tomorrow. Um, and I know that because I know I've, if I've ever said anything, oh, well, I'll get to this tomorrow or next week. It never gets done. That ha- that you can keep saying that. What you can't keep saying is, "I'm going to do this today," because then you're you're not talking anymore. You're doing, and that's the only way that I've created anything that I've created was saying, "Okay, I have no idea how to do this, so let's get started." Finally, what advice would you give to our community of peak performers who are listening in to move forward with their dreams? Just get started. Just go. Like the book title says, and that's it. That I know. I know that's repeating myself from like three different things that we've said, but like that's essential. And the only message that I have to people, it's not like don't keep trying to learn how to do stuff. Just do stuff, and you'll learn how to do stuff. Um, you know, it's like no one knows how to do a podcast. No one knows how to write books. No one knows how to make YouTube videos until they make their first one and then they and then they realize that oh i oh i did that i can do this you know or until they in my case connect with persons like john lee dumas who you know who has been pretty much my tutor if it if you will um in my podcast journey so i feel you i get you and i'm sure you also have connected with or community members who are listening in. So on that note, I'm going to ask you again to repeat your contact. Yeah, so best place really right now, the, the, the place that I spend my the most amount of time is Instagram. And you can find me there at One Man Variety. That's spelled out One Man Variety. Um, and you can follow me, send me a message on there. Or if you want to go onto the website, that's chrisrogero.com. Um, and there's a contact form on there that you can send an email or whatever, and that comes directly to me. And if people are, again, if people are wondering how to start something or have questions about anything that I've done, I will answer them and, uh, we can chat and be friends. 
wherever you are in the world. We can be friends because we have the internet. Of course. I know like we have people, well, I'm from Jamaica, you know, and you have persons listening from all over the world, of course. So Chris, certainly it has been a pleasure having this conversation with you. I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your insights and for reminding us, just go, you know what I mean? Just, just do what we need to do. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and I'm excited that you're getting the podcast going. This is great. Awesome. You're doing it. Awesome. You're doing it yourself. We're going. Yeah, we are going. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving. <laughs> That's it, my peak performers. We have come to the end of another inspiring episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Giving you some extra info here. If you really love the Jamaican culture and want to express that love by wearing t-shirts, then head right over to patwaapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A. A-P-P-A-R-E-L dot com, patoapparel.com. Until next time, I'm Henneke Watkiss Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?